0: What is going on? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today I wanted to go over, wow, that was a sick voice crack, but we're going to keep rolling with it. Today I want to go over how I got into nutrition coaching and how I got into like the whole nutrition field. I think it's a really relevant story, especially for all my athletes out there listening, because as you guys may or may not know, I played basketball at the collegiate level for a little bit, and that kind of influenced me getting into nutrition. But without getting too deep into that just yet, a couple quick announcements. As always, if you find this episode helpful, like if you're an athlete and you have teammates, friends, whatever, you're a coach, you're a parent to an athlete, this episode is going to be helpful for someone else that you know as well. So just go ahead and share it with one other person who you think this episode would benefit. The more people we can get listening, the more athletes, parents, coaches we can get listening to the podcast, the better, because that's going to teach you what you got to know to enhance your performance on the field. And we'll get into Again, my story, how I, got, how I got into all of this and the mistakes I made and how you can avoid those same ones. So definitely share this episode with one other athlete um, as well. If you haven't already, I would highly recommend checking out The Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization. It's the free ebook I wrote, 75 pages, nine chapters, literally takes you step by step through the entire process of creating an individualized nutrition prescription for athletic performance. So again, if you're an athlete, a coach, a parent, this book is a must read. And like I said, it's completely free. And then along with the book, you also get a free video series as well, taking you through the exact principles that are outlined in the book. So it's really foolproofing that entire process for you. So definitely go check that out. All you got to do is enter in your name, your email, and it's all yours completely free. So I believe that covers the announcements. As always, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in. I really appreciate you listening, showing your support for the podcast. And without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, so how did I get into nutrition? How did I end up in the spot where I am right now? So we're not going to go over the whole backstory, but kind of more so just how I got into nutrition as a whole. And like I said in the intro, I used to play basketball in college. I played at a D3 school out in Minnesota. Um, and uh, all through high school and going into college, I was really like that unathletic white dude that stood in the corner and shot threes. was really good at it, so fortunately got me to be able to play in college. But once I got to the college level, it was kind of like, oh, crap. These guys are a lot more athletic This, like what i'm doing now isn't going to cut it but that kind of left me confused because i was already doing like everything i thought i was supposed to be doing i was in the gym every day multiple hours a day sometimes multiple times in a day so i go in the morning in the evening or in the afternoon like multiple times throughout the day so i was grinding in the gym all the time i was watching film watching youtube videos like everything foam rolling stretching everything i thought i should be doing to, to improve as a basketball player, but I, wasn't, I still wasn't on that same level at the college level. It wasn't enough. And like I said, I wasn't super genetic, genetically gifted besides my height um, as far as athleticism, like jumping and speed and stuff like that. Like I said, I was your stereotypical white dude that stood in the corner and shot threes. At the college level, you're playing against athletes. Your teammates are serious athletes. Your competition is serious athletes. So you've got to take it to the next level. And I was kind of looking for what would allow me to do that. I was having trouble because I couldn't figure it out. I was like, like I said, I was doing everything I thought I should be doing. But I wasn't paying attention to my nutrition. And the funny thing is, though, once I started to realize that, I dove deeper into it. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch what I eat now. I ended up doing, like, the worst possible thing that I could have done for my athletic performance. So I don't know if you've heard of the paleo diet. Fairly straightforward. The whole concept behind it is, like, eat like the cavemen would have eaten. And by that, they mean eat mainly whole, unprocessed foods, which in theory sounds good. And honestly, for someone just looking to lose a couple pounds or, like, just get overall healthier, it's a good starting point. It's a valid option. But for a high-performing athlete or at least someone who's trying to be a high-performing athlete, it really didn't make much sense because one of the rules in this whole paleo diet thing is that, like, you can't have grains. And if you think about it, grains are, like, where you're getting most of your carbohydrates from. Obviously, fruits and vegetables and, and like, sweet potatoes. But even even white potatoes weren't allowed in, the, in this paleo diet. But like, you could eat fruit, you could eat vegetables, you could eat sweet potato. And I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to get all like 300, 400 grams of carbs. At one point I was eating 500 plus grams of carbs. I'm not trying to get all that from vegetables. Like, try getting 50 grams of carbs from broccoli, you're gonna have a rough time. You're gonna be bloated, there's so much fiber, and it's just like, you're not gonna be able to do it. So long story short, I wasn't getting nearly enough carbs. And that kind of screwed me over because if you think about it, basketball is a glycolytic sport. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, what does glycolysis mean? Glycolysis is the process of breaking down carbs to be used as energy. I wasn't giving myself the source of energy that I needed to perform as a basketball, basketball player. So even though I was paying attention to my nutrition now, I was doing the complete wrong thing that I should have been doing. I ended up dropping like 21 pounds in just over a month. Like it was insane. I was so skinny. I always tell my mom, like, why didn't you tell me something? Like, I, I, I think she did. But looking back on the pictures, I was a twig. And as a result, my performance suffered. I was getting like bullied on the court, uh, figuratively, of course. Um, but like pushed around, like I wasn't strong. My speed wasn't there because I couldn't last like the whole practice without feeling like lightheaded because i just wasn't feeling myself properly and as a result like over the months after like a couple months of doing that sort of approach i actually came down with pneumonia now i'm not going to connect saying like the paleo dad gave me pneumonia like that's not what happened but if you think about it the stress of inherent like under eating along with the stress of like an in-season phase for a sport like basketball where you're practicing or competing every day sometimes multiple times in a day it makes sense how that would lead to my immune system kind of going downhill and then coming down with something like pneumonia, especially since I was over in Minnesota, it's freezing cold in the winter. Like do not, do not go over there in the winter. If you're going to visit going like, going like May, late April, early May, There's like the two weeks, the two week window where it's like really good weather. Um, but during winter it's freezing. My immune system was probably dampened or suppressed or whatever due to the high amounts of stress, partly due to the under eating. Um, and I came down with pneumonia. So then I started doing some more research. The cool thing was, though, even though throughout this time I was doing everything wrong, it was still really interesting to me. Like I was still reading books, I was listening to podcasts. Like I hadn't read books for fun since like second grade when I read like Harry Potter over the summer. Since then, it really I hadn't been reading. It was kind of boring, I was like,, eh, whatever, but like since I started getting into nutrition, it was a lot more interesting. And I actually I read a whole book cover to cover for the first time in who knows how long. So even though I was doing something that wasn't necessarily helping me out, I still got really interested in it. And that's what kind of got me going on the path to become a nutrition coach and ultimately walk away from basketball to build this coaching business. But we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. What I want to focus on today is if you're an athlete, do not make the same mistake I did. Do not cut out carbohydrates or um, inadvertently cut out carbohydrates. Fad diets meant for like 45 year old soccer moms trying to lose 15 pounds are not meant for high performing athletes. That's just the reality of it. Paleo diet's a good start. I mean, yeah, it's, it's healthy, whole, unprocessed foods. Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty valid approach. Um, but as an athlete, you have other considerations that you have to understand. You can't just go off of just eating healthy. I just put a, bo- a blog post about this out, I think, yesterday. Um, or was it earlier today? Actually, yeah, it was actually earlier today. Um, so definitely go check that out if you haven't already. Um, but I put a blog post out about that. Eating healthy doesn't cut it. Like you need to make sure you're feeling yourself properly. Eating healthy might actually kind of screw you over. Don't, don't take this out of context. Please do not. That's not a soundbite I want to be spreading around, but like eating healthy, for example, protein and vegetables, like chicken breast and like a salad, super healthy, nutrient dense, but it's not very calorie dense and calories are very important as an athlete. You've got to get the calories in to, to perform optimally. So you can't just look at what eating like eating healthy. Like you don't want to take the same approach again. Like if you're a high performing athlete, whether you're a college athlete, a pro athlete, a high school athlete, um, a recreational weekend warrior who's trying to take their performance to that next level, whatever level you're at, you gotta eat like an athlete. You can't eat like a forty five year old soccer mom who's trying to lose fifteen pounds. That's not gonna work for you. That's what I want you to understand. And essentially, during my first season in college basketball, I was eating like that 45-year-old soccer mom who's trying to lose 15 pounds. And as a result, yeah, I lost 21 pounds in a month and a half, which if you are trying to lose fat, by the way, probably a little quick, more quickly than you would hope for. Um, But, like, it achieved the result that it was meant to achieve, but it wasn't meant to fuel me for athletic performance. And that's where I started looking at, like, um, tracking macros and like oh you know what basketball is a glycolytic sport so I should probably introduce some white rice back into my diet probably introduce some some oats back into my diet some potatoes back into my diet and you know what happened when I did I gained the weight back within like a month or two that's those 20 pounds came back on pretty quickly but also like I was relatively lean too And then over the course of that offseason, the rest of that offseason, once I got the weight back on, I was able to put on, like, another 10 or so pounds of pretty quality mass and um, come back that next year looking like a different person. And 10 pounds over an offseason of quality mass is, like, really, really good for a team sport athlete. Like, typically, you're not going to put on weight that quickly Um, doing something like basketball or soccer or something like that where you're running constantly. But it was because of my nutrition. I was tracking everything. I was making sure I was eating enough calories. I was eating upwards of 4,000 calories a day. Like I said, 500 plus grams of carbs. And again, because I was fueling for athletic performance, I wasn't fueling to lose 15 pounds. It's really important to have a clear understanding of what your goal is. And Hopefully, my story of my mishaps of what I did wrong will kind of educate you as to, oh, okay, maybe let's not do that or If you see a fad diet being promoted for athletes, be very, very wary of it. The thing is, tracking macros is not a diet. Like, I have some athletes that I'm working with, especially younger ones, that don't track macros. There's no need for them to. At the higher levels, I do believe that it's very helpful. But again, it's not a diet. It's just a tool. It allows us to make sure you're eating enough calories, eating enough carbs, eating enough proteins, fats, all that good stuff. But it's not a diet, though. That's the thing. You can see, like, oh, paleo diet for athletes. That was literally the title of a book that I read. It. Looking back on it, makes no sense whatsoever. Like it literally does not make sense. How like how is the paleo? Okay, if they if they fix the title and made it like paleo diet with a side of white rice for athletes, cool. I think I could get on board with that because again, like the paleo diet, it's whole, unprocessed, natural foods but for the most part. It's a pretty sound approach. It's just not meant for athletes because it doesn't have the carbs in there uh, that you would need typically. But like a paleo style approach with carbs on the side like white rice, oats, potatoes, all that great stuff. I could get on board with that. But that's a topic for a different uh, podcast. But hopefully you guys kind of understand now, the nutrition demands for someone trying to drop 15 pounds of body fat are a lot different than the nutrition demands of someone or an athlete trying to perform at the highest level. And don't take it as saying as an athlete, you can't try to get lean. You can and if you want to like learn a Safe and effective way to do that. Just check out the ebook it's down below, and I plugged it in the intro. But like, I take you through like when would be the right time in your training cycle, how you would go about that in a safe way, so you can actually maintain your performance. So definitely go check that out if you feel like you want to try to get lean, um, but that requires a very very special approach—not really a, like a special secret ninja approach, but more just like being careful with what you're doing. Um, so definitely check that out. I'll do a whole podcast episode on that as well later down down the line, but. What you need to understand again is you got to fuel for athletic performance. If you're an athlete at the, especially if you're an athlete at the college level, at the professional level, even at the high school level, um, performance is your number one priority. That's what that's what pays the bills. That's what gets your scholarship. That's what, if you're in high school, is going to eventually lead to you getting a scholarship. Hopefully, so you got to make sure that stuff is dialed in. If it's not dialed in, and you're not eating enough to perform. You're going to leave potential dollars on the table. Keep that in mind. Now, if you're a recreational kind of weekend warrior, that's up to you. You have a little bit more freedom there. It's like, okay, am I okay with being not the best athlete, not the best person on the court or on the field because I want to get a little bit leaner? If so, cool. Like, no stress. That's that's your decision. But if you want to be the best athlete you can possibly be, that's not synonymous with getting absolutely shredded. And again, that's a top, that's a, we could go down that rabbit hole for a whole hour here, but I want to keep this one relatively short and sweet. But hopefully you understand, hopefully – um you don't make any of the same mistakes i did if you're kind of going down that rabbit hole if you have any questions about that stuff just shoot me a text shoot me a message on instagram on facebook shoot me an email however you want to get a hold of me i got you and like i said if you're an athlete i would highly recommend because there's only so much we can break down on the podcast i wrote down all this stuff put it in that 75 page ebooks nine chapters literally takes you through the your in season your postseason, your off season your preseason you have your whole year Honestly, your whole career mapped out for you in terms of your nutrition it teaches you exactly how to do that. So definitely go check it out. It's completely free. uh Just uh, I'm gonna include the link down below in the show notes. Enter your name, your email, and look, yeah, you're gonna get on an email list, but I promise you, it's not spam. I just put out quality content on there. Uh, even more free stuff that's gonna help you out. So definitely go check that out. You got nothing to lose there. Only stuff to gain. So. Hopefully this episode was helpful. Again, if it was, go ahead and share it with at least one other person who you think it would benefit as well, whether you're an athlete, a coach, a parent, whoever you think it would help out, uh, go ahead and let them see this episode or hear this episode. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to tune in and give me some of your time. And I will catch you for the next podcast episode.